This episode is brought to you by Isotope, creators of innovative audio products that inspire and enable creativity. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, www.worldwideweb.com? It's Brandon. Alan. Haley. And we're filmmakers. And we're, we're drinking, drinking bourbon. bourbon. Cheers. Cheers. So, guys, uh, it's such an honor to have you on the show today. Thanks for having us. I mean, this has been a long time coming. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Have either of you done a podcast before? Uh, just in the office. Nothing official like Nothing this. major? I have before, yep. Yes? Okay. All right, cool. Well, we keep it pretty loose. Obviously, we have an empty chair to our right. Yeah, Alex ditched yeah. us. So I'm going to take a sip for just one second for Fallen Soldier today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex. So Alex Elkins, uh, DP extraordinaire, um, he actually forgot we were taping today. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. He's amazing. He does great stuff. We love his work. It's true. He's so friendly and kind. He's a good but guy. He's a good guy. He dropped the ball. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think he was busy on a shooter doing something. Um, but he's not with us today. So it's it's us three, and we're not strangers. We know each other. That's true. We actually bit. know each other. So uh, what's exciting for you listeners today is we have uh, the head of creative and all things for Leap Agency based out of Louisville, Kentucky, with locations in Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And we also have Haley, who's the head of, uh, she heads up the Leap Leap Marketing, internal marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So for all of Leap Group. For all of Leap Group. So yep. today, we're going to talk about self-promotion and how you guys have really been promoting the agency and some of the things you're doing, which is going to cross over into how freelancers and filmmakers and other people could maybe promote themselves. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna get to play a little Q and A with you guys uh, and and Alan specifically getting insight from you on as an owner of an agency, what do you look for? when working with vendors, so filmmakers, motion designers, those sure. sort of things. So we're going to give a little inside peek today, a little okay. sneak peek to the listeners. Does that sound cool? Sounds All good. All right. Sure. Awesome. Excellent. So uh, the first thing we always do is we start pretty simple, and that is what are you guys watching? Like what are you what are you into right now? What are you binging? What, what's going on? What do you got, Haley? <laughs> well, in terms of podcasting or ne- like Netflixing? Uh, uh, visual media. Visual TV, media. Movies. She loves that British cooking show. <laughs> I do. I love a good British cooking show. Um, gosh, I'm super into Netflix documentaries right now. And I was okay. telling you earlier that I'm really into true crime. I know. We, earlier, dark. me and Haley had a, a good conversation earlier, and I got a little scared. <laughs> I started. Course. I started moving further away. I work with her every day. So, <laughs> so you're into these like killer serial killer things? I just okay. I feel like. I don't, can't really say I'm into it, but I find it fascinating. Okay. And I feel like, honestly, I feel better prepared to go out into society because of this new obsession of mine. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? How does like, that work? I've learned so much. Like You just judge it, people? Like, that guy looks like no, a lunatic? No. You cannot do it based on appearance because, like, Ted Bundy, he was, like, an attractive sure. dude. Oh, my you gosh. Never you, like, you have a crush on Ted Bundy. <laughs> no, no. Unbelievable. Not at all. We have all like a that. psychopath on the show today. Just kidding. For those of you listening, she's, like, the sweetest kid. Yeah. Yes, she's like, true. That's she's true. amazing, and she's yeah. So that's why it was so surprising when out of this, you know, sweet little smile comes. Oh yeah, I love serial killers. <laughs> it's true, but like right. just simple things like if there's a shirt tied to like the windshield wipers of your car, which is like a thing. It's a fad people are doing now. Get in your what? car, drive. Yeah. What no. are you talking I about swear right to now? You, this what is does this mean? Thing. What wow. are you talking about? People like serial killers are just killers in general, not necessarily serial. It's a different classification, but okay. like they will tie <laughs> shirts or like objects to the windshield wipers of your car so that you have to spend time untying it before you leave. But you don't want to do that. You just want to get in your car, uh, drive somewhere else, and then take it off. So like little tricks. Really? I just saved your life, probably. Wow. You no she idea. did. I didn't know this. She did. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. I know. So these are the things and you creepy. Learned. Yes, I'm learning okay. life tricks here. Okay, nice. So what do you, like, do you know how to break out of a zip tie? No, but I mean, I have teeth. You should learn. I learned how to break out of zip ties before I went to Mexico, because I oh, thought boy. I potentially could be abducted. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, good-looking, tall gringo. <laughs> looks like he's worth a million dollars. I had to know. Somebody would want to. Are you serious? Yeah, no one, uh, no one abducted me, though. We had a great time. That's funny. But, um, okay, so you're you're into that. Uh, it, what else? Anything else? Gosh, um... 
if I have to be honest, I'm currently, it's my guilty pleasure in life, rewatching One Tree Hill as I freelance. One Tree Hill? What is that? It's a, don't. Is it like on the CW? It was. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. It you was. were like that. You were like you are in the demo. Like if somebody oh, yeah, said, sure. "Oh, I want people who watch the CW." Like you're in that demo. You're welcome. Your name's popping World. up. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Cool. What about you, yeah. Alan? Well, right now my kids and I were watching a lot of these like talent shows, <laughs> and I know they're lame like, and scripted, but like America's got talent? America's got talent. Okay. You can YouTube. Britain's got talent. Australia's cool. got talent. I get, I get it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like weird and funny and yeah. awful and super talented. Sure. And yeah, did you see the guys with the the chefs with the frying pans? Yes, that was what awful. What in the world was that? My kids did not enjoy Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. That was like Such don't look, don't look. Thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So talent shows. Any? Uh, do you get into the dance shows on genre at all uh we do actually uh, both my girls are both gymnastics uh, in gymnastics and in dance and tap and uh they love watching that show so okay. I, I do watch it with them and then uh, they try some of the moves it's kind of fun now will you go do you just go like uh so you think you could dance or will you go full ballroom like, do, you, do you like the ballroom dancing? I do like the ballroom dancing. It's kind of fun. It's it's kind of interesting. I, when, when I'm older and have more time, I, I think I'm going to try that with my wife. I like that. I think that's yeah. good. Uh, you can get her one of those outfits. That's true. That's half, that's half the motivation <laughs> for ballroom dancing. For, for sure. Um, the, the, the thing that I don't get on those shows is they put up somebody like a, a running back from a football team, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, and then here's this figure skater. <laughs> right. She's not a dancer. She dances on ice with, you know, I mean, it's like she, she knows all of the dance moves. Right, yeah. Just minus the skates. And right. it's like unfair advantage, in it, my it opinion. It totally is, yeah. Or I you mean, get somebody who was in a pop group, you know, it's <laughs> like, oh, she was in the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. She probably can't dance. Oh, she won the season or whatever. It's just Or like, like one of the shows know. actually has the backup dancers from Beyonce on. It's like yeah. they're obviously very legit. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. And you can tell it's totally scripted yeah. just to get. So do you go? Get do you rains. step outside of the reality genre at all, or are you like, are you all in talent shows right now? Um, no, I, I, I'm more, I would say, in the movies right now. Um, what What are you What are you What are you into? What's like you action? Go crime, do you go crime? No, film like no, no. I like comedy. I like action. Um, kind of when I'm on on just like chilling out on the couch after everyone's gone to bed, I just like some fun, some fun action. All right. Now, by saying fun action, you bring up. A long time tested debate here on filmmakers drinking bourbon. All right. And this is the part in the show where we find out where you stand. There's a line in the sand, and you're on one side or the other. You're either on Alex's side, and you okay. are pro superhero movie, okay. meaning that you enjoy them, you think they're great, you think they're a good use of time. <laughs> and then there's my side of the fence, which states that oh, superhero movies <laughs> are a complete waste of life. And they denigrate our society. I see your Facebook to, post. To the deepest levels of humiliated darkness of our intelligence. He doesn't, he doesn't have much of an opinion on this. Where Haley. do you land? Superhero movies, Haley. I just think that you're thinking too hard about it. <laughs> They're entertaining. I need an answer. It's where do you land? It's a yes or a no. It's a hot or cold. There's no middle ground here. Not DC, but I like superhero movies. <sighs> Sorry to disappoint. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just lost a little respect for you. I know. You, okay. you can tell. It's, it's all okay. over your face. It's okay. What about you? Oh, man. Mm. Some of them have been decent. Some of them are really awful. So if I were to pick, I don't really go superhero. superhero. I kind of go more the real... Like what was that Desmond Doss one? Recently Typical Allen answer. Not making a not making a full decision. He's kind of in. Hey, that's one what foot, I do. He's got one foot one foot on both sides. That's, that's, that's right, a, if I had to pick, you got to pick today. If I had to pick. No, I won't go superhero. All right, nice, excellent. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. So, all right. That's it's also good. helpful that I went second, that's so I good. know yeah, where yeah. to stand. So, yeah, that's true. So, uh, so that's good. Well, uh, you know, we know where Alex is at. If he were here, he would be. Uh, calling me negative and saying bad things about me and those sort of deals just because I have an opinion and, and I have integrity unlike him and taste has no integrity to watch that garbage <laughs> oh shoot anyways have um, you liked anyone you've seen <laughs> uh, I give an exception to the Dark Knight okay alright that's it you like the, the comics actually um 
I, no, I, I don't really. You never got into the comics? No. Really? The only comic book I ever had, this is going to, now this this is kind of in your dark world. Oh, boy. Uh, was, there was a comic called, um, it was either called War or it was called Vietnam or it was called. Oh, wow. It was like a comic about Vietnam. And yeah, it was yeah. pretty dark, but it was like. I remember that one. I remember they were, it was, they were like my uncles and they were in the basement of my grandma. And like I would go down there and I would be like, "What are these?" And like see this weird like stuff. It yeah, was like, yeah. Oh, the Vietnam War. It was crazy. Wow. And I was like fascinated by it. Find them. I want to read them now. I know it's the dark <laughs> side, the dark world. Wow. Anyways, um, all right, cool. So, uh, what are you watching? Yeah, we say. we have been watch. Well, we watch with my son. We watch American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. Of course. So yeah, it's yeah. in the talent pool. That's a good show. But it's pretty interesting. It like is. it's um. You know, great backstories, obviously. You know, it's like everybody has a crazy backstory. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, up next is Jennifer. She died three times. <laughs> yep. But she's here today for American Ninja Warrior. And, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like, everyone has a crazy story. Yeah, pretty um, much. But that's pretty cool to watch. And he does parkour and stuff, so that's kind of his thing. Yeah, that's intense. Um, I I like a lot of the HBO stuff, so finishing mm. up uh, Silicon Valley – um, me and the wife watch um, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. um, I like show. to check out new shows. I'll try different new shows and kind of see what, what's happening or I'll see what people are talking about. But those are the two main shows we're watching now. I, um, I've been spending a lot of time playing my ukulele. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I started a jazz, yeah, a, jazz yeah. a jazz band. Nice. A bossa Nova. There you go. So, social club. There you go. So most of my life is being dedicated to Bossa Nova right now. Bart, who's our uh, you know primary engineer for the podcast, he's the drummer, and uh, we just had a show on Friday. Nice, so it go? Was, it was good, man. We had we had some uh, great energy in the room. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we peaked out in our energy um, towards the end of the night, and Bart like went on this awesome, wicked, awesome drum solo. There you go. People were chanting and cheering. It was awesome, dude. Dude, you need to go in America's Got Talent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so recently, I've got like. And I kind of feel bad because we pay for all these subscriptions, right? Like I have, I literally I have Hulu, okay, Netflix, Showtime, HBO, HBO yeah, and do you have YouTube Red, Amazon Prime? No, I don't have YouTube Red. So I've got five things, and then so when I'm not like all in watching stuff, I feel bad because I'm like I'm paying for all this crap. Mm-hmm, yeah, but then as soon as you go to cancel it, it's like the show that you want to watch starts up and then you're like, I can't cancel now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's going to start. Yeah. That stuff racks up though fast. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, when you're a filmmaker, it's like, it's part of, you know, it's what you do. You watch stuff. You got to have access to it. Yeah, for sure. So either that or you, you steal it, which I just don't feel comfortable doing that. I do a lot. I like, I like watching a lot of music videos on YouTube. Yeah. Music videos are cool. Alex does a lot of music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did, uh, he did one for the, uh, the, the whiny, the whiny band. <laughs> Stressed oh, out, yeah, 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 yeah stressed out, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah we talked about that earlier. Billions of views, yeah, billions, crazy, yeah, crazy, yeah. He's that's awesome. Alex is famous, impressive. One day, man, I'm just riding his coattails. There you go. <laughs> One day, <laughs> one day, I'll make it. Um, all right, cool. Nice. So, so let's 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 get into this. Like, what are you working on? Stuff that's now in our world. When we say what are you working on, we're typically talking about a production or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you guys are building an advertising agency like that's your world so when mm-hmm. i say what are you working on like we're talking about this whole whole sort of deal mm-hmm. but i think there's a lot of similarities that you know freelancers and other people production companies can take away from what you guys are doing in regards to promoting the agency so let's start there Haley. Sure. what what are you guys doing you're in the middle of a giant initiative to really get out the word on leap agency and the leap group which has a lot of capabilities um at a, at a national level and, and regional level so what is your all where do you even start? How do you even create a strategy on how to promote something that big? I think there's – I always filter to through two different lenses. First is who is the audience and then where is the audience. Um, those will set you up for success with the rest of your strategy. Once you have that kind of figured out, you know what kind of content you need to make, what kind of – what even like you need to write about, how you need to write about mm, it, yeah. what your angles are, um, and then like who to contact to create those things. Um, so I would start there just with those two filters. Um, if you don't have those, start looking at what your <laughs> – if you don't have those, start looking at what your philosophy is, what your market is, and exactly who it is you want to reach. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So what, what is it you guys are trying to do? How how are you getting the word out about the agency? Like what what's your – right now, what's the primary focus? What are you guys jamming on right now? 
Right now, we're doing a lot of internal strategy. So we're really mm-hmm. putting together, my main thing right now is like our internal strategy for the entire Leap group, um, which of course hosts like Leap Frame, where you are, and yes. Leap Amp, our indie office, um, which is a social media and media buying site. Um, and then Jump, which is getting rebranded mm-hmm. um, yeah. for smaller to medium-sized businesses, and then like the Leap agency itself. Um yeah, so it's really thinking through – I forgot your question. No, strategy. <laughs> talking about strategy. So thinking through how to reach those audiences. So, yeah. so let's, let's, let's break down Leap Group for a minute. So, yeah. so Leap yep. Group is at sort of the top of the chain. Alan, explain to us Leap yeah. Group. What is – so the listeners know. Yeah, so Leap Group is a, it's a network of independent agencies and studios. Um, then, you know, we're, we're not part of like a conglomerate holding company or you know, one of the big guys. Um, so we're independent. And um, it's made up of Leap Agency, which is a full-service digital agency. So they um, do creative. they build websites, SEO, strategy, creative yep. ideas, social strategy, all that stuff. Uh, lead gen programs. Um, obviously, the, the whole creative campaigns, sure, uh, digital, um, any sort of digital execution, any sort of creative execution, digital out of um, home. Yep. If you wanted to do an installation, sure. digital out of home, experiential type stuff. Um, we have in house developments, a lot of programming capabilities, IT capabilities, apps, building apps. Yep, mobile okay. apps, um, iPad apps, um, web apps, even. Um, from that perspective, um, okay. Microsites, landing page, emails, email campaigns. So on the top, you got Leap Agency, which is the sort of the mothership. Mm-hmm. Of- yeah, I think about like a full service agency in terms of the gotcha. capabilities, and then really focus on just all anything's digital. Gotcha. Um, so it was really is really the core competency of Leap Agency. Gotcha. Um, they do traditional, um, but really focus on just the digital side of it. Wonderful. Yeah, and, and then, then you have us. Yep, Leap Frame. <laughs> so me and you actually yeah, we, go way back. We go way back. So yeah, uh, we we had worked on a project together where I was working for another production company. Yeah, and we. We produced a piece for you guys, and we just kind of you know hit it off and kind of had an instant friendship. Yeah, it was years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. It's been six years, five years. I'd say at least. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, yep. So through that, you know, I had kind of heard that you know, or kind of got the vibe that you guys were looking to add film and motion as a capability. Yes. And I think you know that was true, and so you were kind of yep. looking for opportunities, and it just kind of worked out. So yeah, we, I think we. Yeah, we went down that first time and talked for like what four hours, probably. Yeah, and then we walked out with. And a we hand- sat in the parking lot for yeah. hours. <laughs> we walked out with a handshake and yeah. then drew up the papers. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so that was years ago. But for yeah. five years now, we've been a part of of Leap Group. We and yeah. obviously, you know, those of you listening, you know that Leap Frame does film and motion design, so commercials, yeah. branded content, uh, explainer animations, social content, those sort of things. Yeah, and design capabilities. Yeah. Now. yeah. So you have. You have that wing of Leap Group. And yep. then, uh, Haley, you mentioned uh, something in Indianapolis. What's an indie? Yeah. Leap Amp. It is our social media and media buying agency. Um, do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. it's, yeah. Yes. so taking the content that's created, yeah. whether it be you know a simple uh, text ad or image or video or whatever, whatever campaign, right. and putting strategy behind it and media buy behind it so that it reaches the most people possible. Is that correct? Close? Which is the correct people on the gotcha. correct medium. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we say you know, right message, right audience, right channel, right time. Yeah, which is very cliche. A lot of people say that, but it really is looking at from a digital landscape perspective where you can actually target your right audience, gotcha. maximize your spend, get good results. Because if you think about it, from both the film and motion graphics side, you think about it from digital video, you think about it from any creative asset or digital asset you create. It's one thing to create it, but if no one sees it. Well, who cares right. to some extent? Um, so we really needed this aspect um, to kind of complete the circle for us, which is, okay, we, we have these things produced now. How do we actually get it out there in front of the right Great. people? Yeah. So what have you guys learned in the process so far? Because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, Leap Group, the way you're going to market for these different groups might be slightly different. The mm-hmm. way that a sure. uh, director of photography might differ, differ uh, how he markets himself from, say, an animator. Mm-hmm. So what have you guys learned in the process and what things are you doing to kind of, you know, you know, make the whole group as a whole have a, a, a cohesive message, but then also tailor each studio for its own message? Well, what are some of the things brand. you guys have yeah. learned along the way? Yeah. I think for me, um, I've learned that you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel every time. Um, sure, the studios and agencies are different. But the model can stay the same um, and the message can be tailored to fit mm-hmm. that, again, like that audience, yeah. that mission, that purpose. Um, and I've also learned like no idea is too risky. Like if you mm-hmm. think it's going to work for that audience and um, if it's worth a shot, like do it and see what happens. Go and typically it. it works out really well. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I mean, to Haley's earlier point, like knowing your audience, I mean, that that's so key. And, it, you know, if you don't know, one, just ask your current client base. 
you know, why do they go with you? Why do they select you? What do they see about mm-hmm. you? Because you'd be surprised how much information you can actually get from your clients. Um, but then also look at terms in terms of like who you want to do business with and Mm kind of like, what do they look like? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, just go for it. I mean, if it's, if you think it's going to be relevant for your, for your audience, it probably will be. Um, a lot of times people overthink it or, or get too stressed around. It's going to be taken the wrong way or something like that. Just go for it. As long as you keep producing stuff and keep getting stuff out there, you know, it's it's the, it's the, the collection, it's the body of work that really matters, not one individual piece. So I think an aspect of this conversation that's going to be helpful, so the listeners to, of this podcast, production companies, freelancers, those type of people, they're often so bogged down in the work yes. that they can never work on themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys have that same problem? And then it seems like now, I know, Alan, you've shifted a lot of your mm-hmm. focus to yes. where you're almost solely now just focusing on you know, putting your efforts towards you know promoting and, and yes. getting the word out for the agency at a whole other level than before. Yes. Um how did you guys come to that realization, and how have you approached it? Because I know there, there never used to be a Haley, and now there is. She's <laughs> dedicated fully to this. You guys are getting an in-house designer Correct. dedicated fully Correct. to promoting the agency. Talk a little bit about that shift of, yeah. okay, if we're going to be serious about this mm-hmm. and we're going to get the next level client, we've got to invest in ourselves. Talk about that, Alan. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, like you said, Brandon, it's, you know, when you're having to go sell, but then also produce your own work, trying to get time to invest in your own marketing or selling yourself is tough. Um, luckily, we're, you know, we reached a certain size um, that we've been able to say, okay, well, let's take internal work, let's take internal marketing and efforts and legion work. Let's take it out of the day-to-day work of all of our production resources. They can focus strictly on just client work and, you know, doing just kick-ass work for our clients. And then let's, you know, put some focus, put some energy, put some um, effort behind getting a team that's motivated to produce good work for all of the brands that are within the Leap Group. Um, so that's, you know, something that's worked well on our side, and, we're, you know, we're continuing to build it out. Um, we just um, brought on a full-time developer as well um, because there's so much, you know, from digital properties and emails and all kinds of stuff yeah. that we're having to program, stuff like that. So, I mean, we've been fortunate enough to build that out, um, and it, it's starting to come together. I think – you know, if you are in a situation where it's either your one man or a couple man um, shop type type deal, um, it's really just trying to take a a moment. You know, put on your calendar. There's an hour a week or two hours a week. Even just start small uh, and just do one thing because. Yeah. The thing about marketing is consistency is the key. Yeah. Um, and so it's finding that one small thing that you can be really good at and be really consistent at and just stay with it um, because that will help you. It's the hit or miss that really doesn't give you much value. Yeah. No, that's great. And the consistency is big. I mean, we've even found that with with the podcast. I mean, yeah. you know, part of um, our very small niche success is that we're here every week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we're on approaching 100. Yeah. And for us, the real turning point was bringing on Frank, mm-hmm. the producer, the, yeah, man, yeah. the man of steel himself. <laughs> and um, he, he's been great. And so he's just so organized. And this thing runs like clockwork now. And we're so appreciative. And I think it's just, if you stick around long enough, people mm. just start to expect and just they just come to like expect that you're always going to be, be there. Be there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So there's something to be said about that. So I, I do yeah. think, yeah. you know, for those listening, you know, Alan, you know, has, has a great point, you know, take a moment. So maybe schedule one day out of your week mm-hmm. to focus on you. And, and that might be updating your reel. That might be making phone calls. Um, I know Alex as mm-hmm. a freelance director of photography. He's always, you know, there's always one day a week where he works the phones and pounds the pavement, yeah. goes out and yeah. checks in with his directors and the people that he works with, and mm-hmm. um, you know, he's always doing that when he's not shooting. He has yeah. at least one day that he's doing that. So, yes. you know, um, you know, really take the time and invest in yourself. Um, it might feel uh, taxing, or it might feel like you're, um, you know, it's taking you away from some other things that you might want to do. But it's going to help to build your long-term play mm-hmm. versus just you know here today gone tomorrow. Great, yeah, so. yeah. And to your to your point earlier in terms of like you know because we do go way back you know and looking at and looking at you know what what um, how you sell yourself. I think a lot of times people get hung up on um, their own personal expression versus they are a business. 
right? right? And so you can look at, okay, you have your art, your craft, and you have your reel, but then it's also just the business side of your craft, which is, okay, I want to get my name out there. I want to get my work out there. I want to just be consistent in the community. I'm going to be visible so that when someone does have a project, oh, I, I, I remember this guy, or I ran to this yeah. guy, or I talked to this guy, or I have this guy's card, or whatever it is. And then you're, you're top of mind versus if you're, if you're not consistent out there, you're going to be forgotten. Yeah. Well, let's talk about actual practical things. So one of the things you guys do to promote the agency is you create a publication called Logic and Magic. <laughs> yes. So you guys actually make a magazine. You've been doing it for years now. Yeah. Yeah, like um, nine years. Yeah. How many subscribers do you got? Uh, a little over 20,000. So 20,000 subscribers. Yeah. And then this year... We just introduced the digital element. Yes. And, you know, me and Thanks my guy, you. me yeah. and my team have been producing these little, um, just tiny little teaser videos mm-hmm. that uh, sort of set up the article yeah. and tell people to push them to go check out the, you know, and subscribe to the magazine or whatnot. Yeah, so, they've perform- so, been performing great. Tell yeah. me about that, Haley. How has that worked out? And, um, you know, are you guys seeing results from that? And so really it's it's mm-hmm. this idea of, you know, you've, you've created content to be a thought leader, mm-hmm. right? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, I mean, Logic and Magic is purely for CMOs, CEOs, those who are in marketing. You know, our philosophy is market less matter more. Um, and that's exactly the message that we filter each of our articles through. So we'll provide tips and insights and um, even actual statistical results on what is working in the marketing world and what is not. Um, and the videos specifically, um, they're new, this issue. Yeah. We've never done that before. Yeah, pretty exciting. And it is really exciting, especially because like, it's interesting that we're a digital agency and we produce a print magazine. So it's nice <laughs> to have that little digital yeah. thing on the side. Well, you know? and I think too, like you said something earlier that I'll chime in on. You said, you know, just try it. You know, you said, don't be afraid to try new things. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I think oftentimes as filmmakers and, you know, motion design guys, like, and even agencies, we hesitate to make something because we're afraid it might not be the best we can make it. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's a good point. Like, yep. like we're so used to trying to push things as far as we can mm-hmm. um, with clients yeah. and do really great award-winning work. Right. That oftentimes when it comes to internal projects, we never ship yeah, we never actually never publish anything yeah. because it's never good enough. Right, and so I think the thing where it's this year, I think where it was different this year is we decided it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like we got to ship this thing, we mm-hmm. got to get it out there, and so um, we had a pretty simple approach. I mean, we're using a lot of uh, stock footage, we're using uh, imagery, we're using um, mm-hmm. just simple motion design templates that Ryan built. But I think well, that's overall, what I was say. it was re- templates that yeah. helped. Yeah, but overall, it's really helping to to show a unified message and, mm-hmm. and i think they're just nice little teasers um yep. but i think again had we tried to make it the greatest thing ever we'd have never got it done no right yeah because exactly. you're always emailing me every week <laughs> do you have it done do you have it done <laughs> Le- and luckily david my boy wonder intern is amazing <laughs> and he's been able to hammer him out but um but so yeah so what else besides logic and magic so like, what are some of the other things you guys are doing like is it is it all social media is it a mix and mash talk about it really is a mix and mash. Um, I feel like we have something going on with every agency or with every studio, I should say. Um, you know, with Leap, we're working on a website. With Leap Amp, we're also working on a website. Um, with Jump, we're working on a whole rebrand, which is really yeah. exciting, which will also come with a website. Um, <laughs> and with Leap Frame, I mean, you guys are just never happy. So right. something will come up. <laughs> yes, true. Um, but even like, you know, we have the website and then we'll have to go to a campaign and we'll have yep. to really market that and show people like, hey, this is something we've done. This is who we are. Make sure you know who we are so that we can best help yeah. you. Now, you guys are in the midst of building profiles, right? Because I know you've asked me as, yes. you know, a lot about LeapFrame to help build the profile. That way you're not just out there casting a random net, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. so t- talk to me a little bit about that strategy and, and how you're thinking smarter and not hard, you know, not harder mm-hmm. on, on those type of things. Yeah, it goes back to the, the knowing your audience and you know, we started really because you came out in October, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it hasn't even been that long, really, if you think about it. So, you know, initially it was just getting stuff out there, just being, you know, going back to consistency. We were all over the board. So, you know, we just started like just being consistent with social posting and blogs and thought leadership, getting the magazine published on time because we were all over the board with yeah. that. You know, and as we started doing this, we started generating, um, I mean, to, to date since October, we're well over 3,000 pieces of content that we've generated, you yeah. know, which is just 
crazy when you think about. And, and is, just as a side note, is that resulting in leads? Are you getting calls? Are things it, happening? It is resulting in leads, no question. Um, part of our goal was just to increase our visibility overall sure. just in the marketplace because we felt like as Leap Group and in the specific studios, we just didn't have enough awareness in the marketplace. So part of it was just an awareness thing. Now we're in a spot where, okay, we're joining us on the content. And Haley and I have been having these conversations in terms of, okay, is it really reaching the right person? Do we really know that this content is of interest to the person yeah. that we want to reach? Not necessarily just broad audience that we know we're talking to. And so that's where Haley and has been working with uh, Mike from our digital marketing performance group, from Ryan who heads up Leap Amp on the media side to understand, okay, where are these people? Where where are they consuming? What are they consuming? Mm-hmm. And then what are they interested in so that we can tailor the content to be more of interest to them. Nice. So it sounds like things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are busy. Yeah. Things are working. Haley's on it. Um, <laughs> so my, my thought is, is to do this sort of stuff, you can't go alone. True. So I really want to shift the conversation in this next phase to, you know, what are you looking for when you partner with other vendors? So, you know, obviously you partnered with, with us and, yep. um, you know, LeapFrame was, was birthed out of that. Yep. You know, we actually started a company together. Yep. Um, but you also hire, you know, photographers and other vendors and freelancers and shooters. And, you know, if the guys at LeapFrame are booked up, you guys will look to other production companies. So I think for our listeners, it'd be really insightful to hear from an agency point of view. You know, what are you looking for when it comes to a vendor, when it comes to a filmmaker, photographer, creative what are the things that are you're looking for where you say, yep, I'll consider him. Nope, I'm not going to consider her. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I'll first talk about from a creative director perspective. So as an agency creative director and owner in terms of in, in looking at a vendor, because then I think there's what is a business looking for in, in a vendor as well. It's different. I mean, I know like going back to when we first had the conversation, I mean, by the point I had talked to you, I think I had interviewed, I don't know, five or six, maybe even more. Uh, potential vendors. And it was just very flat. The conversation was flat. There was no energy. There was no excitement. It was really more around, well, you you give me everything and I'll simply go execute it. But there was never any moment where I felt like that person really understood the vision I was trying to get to, right? Yeah. Or it could even help me because as a creative director, in my background is graphic design. I'm not a videographer, right? A filmmaker. So I needed, I wanted someone that could actually help and give me suggestions around, well, yeah, I get where you're going with this, but what if we tried this? Or what if we did this? Or yeah. it could make this better here. Because you're looking for an expert at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so, so it, it sounds th- like more of a more of an active partner. Yeah, absolutely. Than just a passive absolutely. observer. Yes. Yeah, because okay. a creative director, I mean, they have a vision that they, they want to see come to life. And yeah. they need help getting that to life. You know, you are helping them develop their own reel at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, their agency reel and their own personal reel um, when okay. you're working for a creative director. That's good. So we'll, we'll, we'll chalk that up as our first takeaway. So uh, <laughs> for you, film, you filmmakers out there, be an active participant. Yeah. Don't just take notes and push buttons um, and then move on to the next client. You, you know, Alan just said, you know, agencies want people who are, are creative and they bring their point of view to the table. Engaged, um, yeah. So get engaged. Get excited. What else? What else are you looking for? Um, I mean, timelines are important, no question. Um, I mean, it's just the world we live in. Clients are demanding um, from both from a budget and from a time perspective. So just demonstrating some confidence, really, that you understand. Um, and even pushing back when you when something's not realistic, that's not a deal breaker. It's it's more of an educational moment. Because if it is, you know, that person is stuck with a client, they're always going to come back and be like, well, this is just what it is. Um, but helping educate in terms of like, here's what's realistic. Here's what you're going to get within this time frame. Here's the quality you're going to get with this time frame. That's important too, because quite frankly, a lot of these guys just don't know. Yeah. So, so put your money where your mouth is. Okay. Is that that's that's what yeah. you're saying? You're saying, hey, if you're if you're looking for a vendor, you want somebody that you trust. You know, if he says he can do it in two weeks, he can do it. In he two can do weeks. two weeks, right? If he doesn't, he's going to tell me I can't do it in two. Be realistic. Weeks. Yeah. Here's why. Right. And here's we what you're going to get. We can do it four. Yes. And it's going to be way healthier yep. and a much better project. You yep. would rather that than to have the guy tell you you can do it in two weeks. It ended up being four weeks and not as good. Or it is two weeks and there was no expectation set that the quality was going to be less. And then gotcha. I see it and I'm like, what is this? That's not what I was looking for. Like, gotcha. well, you, but I only had two weeks. What do you want? 
Gotcha. Yeah, that happens a lot. Okay. Yeah. Do you echo these things? What would you add to it? Because I know you, you're working with other freelancers to create content internally for the agency. So, you know, again, it's sometimes an, uh, an agency or a creative group is so busy with client work that they don't have time to work internally. And that's where you come into play. So you'll work with freelancers, you know, animators, video, videographers, photographers to create content to promote the agency. Um, so what do you look for when you look at those type of partners? I know you guys just hired a designer. What were some of those things you were looking for um, when you did those interviews? If I So I kind of want to flip the conversation a little bit on yeah. myself. One thing that I have had to learn as someone who, you know, works with other resources is that, like, I personally need to really clarify what I need. Mm-hmm. I can't leave mm-hmm. anything up to guess at all or anything gotcha. to be assumed. Good point. Um, that has been something that's been really important to me, especially, like, working with people in our Cincinnati office while I'm in Louisville or working with people in our Indianapolis office, I can't just rely on email and, yeah. you know, Slack or hip chat to kind of fill in those voids for me. I have to lay out exactly what it is I need. That's um, that's a good point. And I think, you know, working with freelancers, you know, those of you that are, you know, working with agencies or whatnot, don't hesitate to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and call somebody to get clarity, right? Because mm-hmm. I know I do that with totally. you a lot of times. Like, you'll shoot me an email and you will have been a part of a conversation with Alan and a whole group of people in Louisville that I wasn't in the room. Right. Yes. And then you'll shoot me an email that says, you know, hey, do the thing with the deal. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then if I call you, then I'm like, oh, that. But, you know, sometimes the email doesn't transfer. Right. So I think working, you know, offsite or di- long distance or even if it's with, you know, if you're working with a freelancer who just doesn't know your culture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we call so, those hall chats. Yeah. Hall chats don't transfer. Yeah. 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 So, so there you go. If you're listening, uh, you got to find a way to get into the hall and connect with people that you're working for and really, really find out what's going on. Haley, what else would you add to that? Well, I would even say, you know, for freelancers or for other resources you're working with, if you have any questions or don't know, like, don't feel like you're being ignorant mm-hmm. or feel like by not asking you, like, you'll feel less than yourself sure. just because, like, you don't ask the question. Like, for sure, ask the question. For sure, ask if you need clarity. Because um, that all builds confidence. At the right. end of the day, if you can generate confidence that you you get it and you're going to deliver, you're golden. Yeah. Right. Do you guys find sometimes that freelancers, when they step foot in quote an agency, uh, uh, you know, get intimidated or they feel like you know they don't have the permission to ask those questions? Do you ever see, come across that, or is that usually the time when you're like, oh, this might not be the, the right partner? What about you, Haley? I feel like we kill that with our culture very quickly. Hmm. We're very open, very transparent very casual if you will yeah um so it's something like i know when i first meet someone right away like i want them to feel comfortable with me as i work with other people until they find out about your love for <laughs> serial killers <laughs> exactly. they, find out. And the they run screaming yeah <laughs> till that point <laughs> i think it might just depend on the person but i know like i personally don't want to ever have that relationship with a freelancer where they feel like they can't ask me a question right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This is great, man, because I think a lot of people, especially guys trying to get in the game, you know, they, everybody's wondering, how do I connect with agencies? Right? Mm-hmm. Like agencies have the money. They have the work. They mm-hmm. have the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of them, you know, that's kind of what they're looking at is, you know, what's the best way? I mean, is, you know, let's say I'm a freelance uh, photographer, a freelance, you know, uh, video guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um are you going to respond to an email? Are you going to respond to a phone call? Do you want to see my work? Do you care if I've won awards? Talk about that for a second. Let's get into the real practical takeaway nitty gritty. Right now, you talking to the freelance film community out yep. there, tell them how to get in, tell them how to get your attention. Self-promotion is huge. Uh, uh, sorry, um, Haley. Um, if, if you don't have current work, me personally, I'm not going to consider you. Okay. Um, just because I really don't know where you've progressed in your abilities and your career, if that's going to match what I'm looking for. Um, and you need to show a variety. To your point earlier, Brandon, there is much more scrutiny on your own work than what I would necessarily apply to someone else. Because at the end of the day, you think about clients have a large range of expectations or budgets. And what a client looking for, if you have what you consider a me- not say mediocre, but you know maybe just a little less than what you'd want, but it's still really good work, they may be perfect for my client with the budget they have. Yeah. So I want to see that because 
if I only see this super high, high, high end stuff, I, you know, I, I know right off the bat I'm not going to be able to afford you. So you want to see variety? I want to see variety. Okay. I want to see variety. I want to see a range of, of technique. I want to see a range of, of portfolio pieces. Um, that's huge because I won't even have a conversation with someone if I haven't seen that. Okay. So you're a you're a busy guy. Um, so my guess is. If someone emails you and there's not a link for a reel, if someone calls you and they don't have a reel or a website, they've already lost. Correct, yes. So you're going to – if you if they happen to catch your attention mm-hmm. with an email, yep. it better be well-written and there better be a link. And yes. when you click on that link, it better be dope. Yes. Otherwise, it's forgotten. Correct. Delete. Correct, yes. But if you click it and you see a reel that's well put together with a clean website – then you might actually put them in a folder that says save for later. Correct. Yep. Might use this person. Yep. Yeah, this is a little bit different because um, um, not he wasn't a filmmaker, but he's a copywriter. Um, but I actually have still have his email. Um, he's from Virginia, and he said, hey, I'm going to be in Louisville the summer. I checked you guys out. Really interested in what you guys do. He clearly had read our material because in his email it was relevant to what we did. Yeah. And he, he told me how he could help me with what I'm doing. And then he had a, a link to his website, and he showcased specific pieces that would be relevant to what we're doing. So there was an instant relevancy because it wasn't just, hey, I'm here. It was like, hey, I'm here, and this here's how I'm helpful for yeah. you. And I was like, okay, this guy's legit. All so right. I kept it. I still have it. That's That's a great takeaway. So – you know, if you do a certain thing, let's say maybe you do documentary style branded content really well, and you're reaching out to an agency that does a lot of documentary style branded content, that would be really smart move to reach out and say, hey, I know you do this. I happen to do this too. It's my passion. Check out this work. That would be a win. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think so many times when people try to, they, you know, and I get it. You're just trying to send out mass communication, right? You, you have to, to do that to some extent. You can't tailor every message. But when you're um, positioning yourself as doing the exact same thing as what that person's job is, yeah. well, there's not a need for you. That's just a competitive issue now. Right. If you can show you can actually help them do their job better or be more effective, more creative, more visual, whatever it is. They're going to be interested because you have to remember a lot. Of, you know, to Haley's point, our culture is, is pretty egotistical free. I say that carefully, but for the most part, it is. A lot of agencies are not. You have creative directors who are very egotistical, yeah. so you have to position it where you're, you're helping to build them up, and that's where they're interested. Okay. What about um, social media? Do you respond to people who mention you on Twitter, Instagram, those sort of things? Is that if you find, I mean, have you discovered anybody cool from there that you're like, hey, we should use this guy? Um, there has been one person through Twitter that I've discovered. Um, he actually emailed me. And he was, I actually still have his email. Um, I liked some of his writing. He, you know, just sent over a link and said if I had any opportunities to let him know. Other than that, I think I, social media is really great for thought leadership. You know, we get to know what people in our world are talking about, yeah. what's happening in the industry. Um, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to reach out through social media. I think an email is maybe a little bit more professional, but if that's where you are. Or LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll re- I'm not guaranteeing I'll, like, read your message. Or I'm not guaranteeing I'll respond to you or, like, look sure. at your portfolio, but I'll read your message. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, these are these are all great things. So I think a lot of a lot of people, the freelance community, small production companies, you know, they're constantly trying to find ways to get their foot in the door. I know when LeapFrame just started, like, I spent the first three years just trying to build rapport with all the agencies in town and in the region um, and just trying to say, yeah. hey, look, we you We're know, here. We get you. We know how this works. We do this mm-hmm. stuff. And so, you know, for us, it was, you know, just hard work and networking to make that happen. But I think, you know, people understanding, you know, ways to connect um, is is good. So the other thing I was thinking about too, Brandon, like I remember when we started Leap Frame too, like the website was such a big thing for us because – you know, and, and there's a lot of you know tools out there that yeah. you can do really inexpensively. But you know, you think about it like someone's your point. You're busy, right? You're gonna ignore voicemail. You're gonna ignore email to some extent, right? But when you have a need, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go to Google. You're gonna say, "Hey, I need a I need a filmmaker right. in yeah Rhode, Lu- Rhode, Rhode Island right. Rhode Island video production." Right. Yeah. And so if you show up and then they can actually check out your stuff, they're gonna contact you. Yeah. Well, and to that point, it's got to be relevant. Yeah. The website. 
Got to be up to date. Got to be current. There's yeah. plenty of places. Wix, Squarespace. Oh, yeah. You can create a nice, clean, simple website. It doesn't have to be fancy. That will embed your reel. Yeah. That's all you need to exactly. do. Exactly. That's it. Um, yeah. And as long as you look somewhat relevant and your work is relevant, then, you know, that's half of the battle. It really is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because just getting leap frame exposure in the Cincinnati market was huge. Yeah. So that's good, man. Well, what are, what are you guys excited about? What's the what's on the next frontier? What are you what are you currently doing, or what's just around the corner that's like, man, we're amped up to get this this thing going? Me? What do you think, Haley? Gosh, I just feel like think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're so close to so many things oh, finishing that I'm like mm. antsy to just get them all done. Um, I'm really really excited for the next issue of Logic and Magic. Okay. Um, as we're putting together the articles yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. The next phase of the digital addendums that'll go with it. I am I'm beyond excited cool, for what man. is coming. When am I going to get my article? Hey, you can write one right now. I, I need an article. Do you, uh, is this you asking to write one? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Can I? I wanted Haley's to, the editor. She can somehow, <laughs> yeah. Somehow, I would like. I I need to be able to incorporate Bossa Nova. There you go. I want. Never mind. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I feel, but I feel like um, you know. What well, is our millennial? I feel like so I have can... a lot. I feel like I have a lot to share about what I've learned through launching a, a, a musical cultural movement. Actually, we can talk. Ah, I, I have some see, ideas going. I just sold her, Bart. <laughs> I sold her with a cultural movement. Yeah, no, I do. I think there's a lot I've learned, and it's uh, it's it's That's pretty awesome. interesting. It could be cool. That's awesome. And I might it, need you to like make a music video. Maybe in the article. There could be a link to some music, maybe a music video. Yeah, for sure. That could be cool, right? That could be cool. Bart, you good with that? All right. We're gonna <laughs> we'll have make to, you that, famous, Bart. That means we're gonna have to uh <laughs> Here comes America's Got Talent. We're gonna have to track we're gonna have to track a song. We're gonna have to, it's uh there's a lot of work coming in. <laughs> All right, maybe he, he's, we'll he's, talk he's about not this. sure now. This might be too much work. <laughs> um Alan, what what are you excited about? What's happening? Anything. Anything's on the table here. Anything. Could be anything. Could be some crazy hobby you got. Um could be d- your dance project. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I won't share that. Uh, it's just awful. Um, actually, I'm really excited about Brian Sorry, our new designer. He is nice. legit. Um, yeah, I heard good things. Yeah, he's legit. He's very well known in Louisville. Um, still can't believe he decided to join the team, but very cool. <laughs> and uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna really help the team out. So I'm super excited about that. Um, so good awesome. stuff's gonna happen there. Yeah, that's great. I am uh, pretty stoked about Bossa Nova. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Borderline obsessed with it right now. Uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy. Because <laughs> uh, part of the Bossa Nova Social Club is the long-term strategy to open up my own bar. Yeah, yeah. Which my wife thinks I'm crazy. Let's just be honest here. She always thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> like, she's always thinks – she thought this podcast was crazy. Two years later, she's like, okay, I guess it's it a works. thing. <laughs> um, what about LeapFrame? Man, we're doing some cool stuff. Like we're we're getting. I think what's exciting about this year is when we started Leap Frame as a part of Leap Group, which we didn't know was Leap Group at the time. It was just Leap. Um, mm-hmm. But as we've evolved, the the idea was that we were the two founders. Yeah, exactly. We started Leap Group. Uh, the idea was that um, you know that we would be doing a lot of work with the agency, and when when uh, you know the numbers shook out, it turned out that we were actually doing a lot of work with a lot of other agencies, mm-hmm. which was actually really cool. Yeah. And um, you know, you know, kudos to you guys as owners. You know, you you're you're very open minded, and you realize that that's a strength, you know, not a weakness. Yeah. And um, to be able to partner with with people and other agencies and co collaborate, and you know, mm-hmm. although you might technically be competition, uh, the world is a much better place to live in when you can collaborate. Yeah. So we've been really excited about about that side of things, but I think what's um, what's cool about this year is actually a lot of the work we're doing is with you guys with the, with our. There's own, a lot more this year with, yeah. Le- with Leap Group, and that's just pretty fun because you know obviously we know everybody at Leap. Um, it's it's like family, and you know it's it's cool. So it's it's an interesting uh, mechanism. This year, we're just doing a, a ton more work with you guys, and it's a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. um, being able to see that evolve and how we work together better and smarter and faster and more profitable, I think is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, for um, sure. So that's been fun. That's exciting. Um, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I guess that's it, really. I don't know. Just kind of hanging out. Haley asked me earlier. She was like, you know, we were getting into philosophy about like <laughs> what to do with life and all that sort of thing. Because, <laughs> you know, in, in all the listeners of the show, they know that I'm like, 
you know, borderline bipolar. Like I have creative <laughs> depression. Like if I don't have a product or a project, um, like I get real low and I get That's real true. like sad and down. And then when I have a project, like everything's the greatest thing that ever happened, that sort of thing. Um, Brandon is the best on set, though. He is <laughs> so, awesome uh, on set. But, but I don't know. I think for me, it's just like the the biggest thing that I'm learning and the thing that I, I'm really starting to enjoy as I settle into my old age and I get my gray hair. <laughs> and is, beard. And yeah, beard. Is the um, – I'm really starting to appreciate, like, humility. Because I think, you know, anybody who's a creative, you know, usually that's packaged with some sort of ego. Mm-hmm. And you want to make the greatest song ever. Or you want to do the greatest film ever. Or you want to make the greatest advertisement ever. Um, and I, the older and I get, I'm like, that's just not as much of a drive for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't, like, I'm not, I don't need to make this, you know, world-renowned statement film. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm I'm okay with, like, with my life and I'm, you know, and yeah. so that's kind of cool, you know? And so, yeah. um, just kind of settling into that, you know, mm-hmm. like being a dad and living in Northern Kentucky and having a great little, you know, small business. And we, we have a lot of freedom and we make cool stuff. And, yeah. um, we say no to a lot of bad projects. We say yes to a lot of really cool projects. And, mm-hmm. um, and in the meantime, play bossa Nova. There and you so go. I think for me, it's just a lot of that comes through a lot. I've been reading a lot of stoic philosophy. Nice. So the Stoics were the, were great. Nice. Uh, the uh, so you know they're like uh, they're older than Bossa Nova. <laughs> so, Thanks for explaining. By a lot. Uh, that's a that was a, a reference to something off air where Haley was asking where I came up with the name Bossa Nova, to which I said it's a it's an art form it started in the fifties. But she's young and cool and hip, so she doesn't know these things. She's she's on that new stuff. I'm an old man at this point. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I think just like the older I get and you know this cause you're a little further down the road than I am. Like you start to, Thanks. yeah, <laughs> uh, but the older you get and like the more life experience you get, you just start to kind of settle into like yeah, your, group. your jam yeah. and you're just kind of like, Hey, like this is me. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. And you know, there might be some greater successes down the road. This might be it, but either way, like. This is great. I'm having a good time, and it's fun. I enjoy it, and yeah, you know, I'm blessed. Yeah, you got to enjoy the journey. I mean, it really is a journey. I mean, um, you're as a business owner. I yeah. mean, you know, you've had ups and downs, right? Oh, like, I mean, you guys have lost yeah. major clients, sure, sure, and had to lay off a ton of people, and sure. then you've gained major clients right. and had to hire a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. How do you deal with the ebbs and flows of this creative industry that we're in? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it goes back to what you said. I mean, it's really just finding your groove. I mean. Early on, you know, younger, super aggressive, trying to make it work, you know, super motivated, you know, so you just it's, – it's all out all the time. That's exhausting. Um, yeah. It just is. Um, I think as you get older, you understand that, okay, it is going to ebb and flow and it's okay. It's it's yeah. not it's not catastrophic and it's not, <laughs> you know, world change at the same time. Right. It's like just keep at it. Keep going. It's going to work. You know, you've learned from your mistakes. Just keep going because yeah. you'll make it work. Um, well, I think I've learned a lot from, you know, you guys as business owners helping me understand, like, you you plan for a loss. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And so I think, you know, those – and this might be a good takeaway. I like that we got somehow got to this point in the conversation. Um, for those of you starting your production company, your freelancer, et cetera, don't be discouraged when you're not making money. No. Uh, there's always a positive to the negative and even a, a successful business who's been doing this for years, you know, what I've learned, you know, looking at the P and L sheets, profit and loss, um, and running a business now is that you have to plan for the slow times and you plan for the high times. And so, yep. you know, so now when I see that, you know, leap frame took a loss of, you know, 10 to $20,000 used to, I would freak out. Sure. You know, Alan knows I would show up to yeah. our meetings or our phone calls and I'm like, Oh, I'm like sweating bullets. I'm thinking like, you know, Alan and Dan are going to like yell at me and fire. <laughs> They're like going to fire me. And I realized that, you know, watching them keep their cool because they realized like, Oh yeah, well, you know, the past two years in June, you were minus 20. Right. But in it's just a cycle in, in November, you're probably going to be, Plus one hundred, mm-hmm. and so overall, at the end of the year, right, you're good. it all averages out, and sure. you 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 hit a, a you know a profit of hopefully a profit um, mm-hmm. or a, a small loss, but overall, right. it evens out. And so that's part of the, that's one of the takeaways I would say is um, for those of you listening and you're thinking about your business and 
how to promote it, how to run it, how to connect with agencies, all that sort of stuff. Like keep keep picture keep the big picture in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's more of a marathon, less of a sprint. Yes. And realize that yeah, summer might be slow, but fall's gonna ramp up, or fall might be slow, but winter's gonna ramp up, and have the big picture and then look back over time and say, okay, what happened last year? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that mm-hmm. you're going to find yourself in a tough position if you don't keep the data. Agreed. So, you know, even if you're a freelancer, keep the records of what you build each yes. year. And yes. that way you'll be able to look back and you'll be able to plan for it and go, oh, I've been in business as a, a filmmaker, freelance filmmaker, for three years. And I know that every summer things get slow. Mm-hmm. So find something to boost you through the summer. Or right. I know every you know spring it's chaotic, so I might need to bring on a freelancer during the spring. So right. um, so anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of no, talking at this I point, agree. but I think that's a really helpful thing because I think as a freelancer, you can get you can get into those real highs and lows that can become really challenging. It can be really challenging. I think everyone goes into it. I know I certainly did with the mindset of okay, well, in five years I'm going to make it big and I'm, I'll be good to go. Right. right. Um, and there are the exceptions to the rule where a few people sure. do that, no question. And, and, and you have those examples. You can Haley, see Haley, she's an example. I know, right? She's made it big. There you go. <laughs> she's the big time. So you look at it and you're like, oh, that's going to be me. And it's really maybe. Strive for it. Go for it. Uh, but to, to Brandon's point, like in the in the interim while you're working on that, while you, until you get that big break, know your data, know where your your clients are coming from, know where you're getting your revenue from, and, and yeah, see the big picture of it. Because if you stay at it, if you don't let the, the, the minor or seem major at the time, but setbacks or things like that, if you don't let them get you down and you just keep working towards it and building it, you're going to get to a very successful place. Yeah. And I can think when we started, I mean, I didn't make any money. I didn't take a paycheck for three years um, when we started the agency. Um, right. Just broke. Um, but you keep at it and you keep working at it and it pays off. Yeah. So speaking of paying off, so where where's the agency right now? So those listening, those yep. who've made it this far in the podcast, who've had enough bourbon, um, <laughs> what is it? And I need a refill here. <laughs> yeah, no. We got, we got, by the way, we started off, because we're in Ohio, we taped the show in Cincinnati, and uh, yeah, I'll take that, actually. That, don't let that go to waste. That's, That's good premium. stuff, yeah. Haley's not a big bourbon drinker. I'm trying. Um but my favorite bourbon is um, from Ohio, which I know, I know. Here we go. Everybody in Kentucky's like, oh, it's not bourbon. Actually, it's, it's good not stuff. From, it's, it's good. Not from the limestone waters of Kentucky. <laughs> but you live in Kentucky. Which is all BS because <laughs> we all know it only needs to be 51% corn made in America, not Kentucky. But some of the best bourbon uh, come from OYO or o- OYO, as in Ohio, as some pronounce it. Um, so today we were we started off with the Ohio Black. It's good. I like it. And it's it's pretty it's smooth. Pretty dang on. It's good. pretty smooth. And now we switched um, to try out some unheard of thing. It's called how do you even say that? Is that I don't know. Corbs Corbsville. Corbsville. Is a, what is that? I can't even read it. Looks it. like an L. Colville. Colville. I think it's Colville. Colville. C O L V I L. Colville, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Uh, 1877 Covered Bridge, try some Bourbon County. Um, but then I look on the back, because I was trying to find like the distributor, and it appears they purchased it from a distillery and then took it back to Florida, right? Florida. Yeah. To the Caribbean Distillers in uh, Auburndale, Florida. Have you tried it yet? It's okay. It's n- <laughs> Is it's this n- a setup? <laughs> it's no, uh, it's no o- OYO for sure. Is this like this thing like you need it. to try? No, it? no, no. It's good. Okay. <laughs> I've never had a bad bourbon. So, I mean, clearly, you know, I'm, I'm one of the co-hosts of a podcast that's called Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Clearly, I drink a lot of bourbon. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's got a bit of an aftertaste. Yeah. It's not as smooth as uh, some it's, other stuff. It's not. Um Anyway, back to where we were going with this. What I what I wanted to get at was, so we've talked about promoting self promotion, promoting the agency. We've talked about what what is it? What do you look for in a vendor? Um, there's other companies out there, and they're looking for vendors and they're looking for agencies. Yep, agency. You guys would be a vendor, and so major corporations that are you know on the Forbes list and that sort of thing. They're looking to get an edge in the market. Uh-huh. And they are trying to find out, okay, what are we going to do to help sell whatever widget or whatever product we have or uh-huh. build our brand? Um, 
why would they look to Leap Group? What what are the advantages? Why not a big giant holding company? Why not a big New York agency or an LA agency? Why Leap Group? This group settled in the Midwest. <laughs> Tell me. Well, Haley said it best, and I'll let her chime in here too because she's got a really good take on it. But it is really our point of view is market less matter more, which is making great content, great advertising, great marketing regardless of the dollars behind it. We, we would much rather a client spend less with us and, and create better work and have it be more effective work because in the, in the end, it will pay off for all of us, right? Yeah. You look at the big holding companies and nothing wrong with them. They have a lot of capabilities. So I, I don't want to be disparaging, but they're very spreadsheet driven. Um, it's very financially driven. Um, so yes, are we in the business to make money? No question. I want to make money, obviously. But at the end of the day, I would much prefer that we are known for producing great work and great content and great, um, you know, great advertising and great creative than just the numbers. So okay. we're independent and we've stayed independent. We've had offers before to be purchased. We have declined them because we don't want to be spreadsheet driven. Yeah. I think it's also, you know, if it's digital, like, honestly, we've done it at this point. We really have. Yeah. Um, and also yeah. it brings back or goes back to something that you said, like, we are Midwestern. We're yep. good old raised and we care. You know, yeah. we're not just going to care. view you as a partner. Did or you say an, good old raised? Good, good old raised. I'm from Indiana. I, can't <laughs> I thought you, I, I was, what in the world did you Good old raised say? Midwestern folk. Good old raised. I like that. We that care. Good. We, we care. Good we old care. raised. That's good. That's good. But yeah, I mean, it means like, you know, we're not just going to view you as, you know, another agency or, you know, as one of our clients. Yeah. Like, we care mm-hmm. about you. We care about your business. We have That's a chip on our shoulder. We I want it to be that. good. I agree with that too. Yeah. I've, I do feel, I've, I've spent significant time in uh, LA and New York. I do feel always like everyone there is always just trying to like get to the next thing or mm-hmm. the next step. Like they will be your friend only because of where you can take them. Take them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I will put in a caveat for two individuals. Yep. Joe in New York and Angus. Mm-hmm. Those who've listened to the show have heard those guys before. Yep. Those are those are those are ride or die homies. <laughs> those are true friends right there. Uh, everyone else in New York, I don't know about. Excuse but those me. Those two are legit. Yeah. What? I was in New York. Oh, you live there? Yeah. But she moved back though. You moved back though. You're not like from there. She's like, I'm done with it. I'm moving back to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I need corn around. I would me. call you a ride or die at this point. You seem like you're not going anywhere. Oh, friend. Maybe. We'll see. Still a little scared. I got of the, excited. I said friends. Still, still a little scared of the whole serious situation. Her best phrase situation. is, I'm not mad about that when yeah. she likes something. I'm like, yeah. do you like it? Well, I'm not mad about it. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Well, what do you guys think? This was, it was, a, was this a good podcast experience for you? This was fun. I hope it? everyone listening likes it. I feel like you need to come back more often. You're like, you're like, one of the creators of the podcast. You're like, <laughs> right? Like somehow, like, like you own me. Basically. No, no, I don't own you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no. So Alan owns me and that's I'm, great. Part that's owner, great. I'm part owner of the podcast. So therefore by proxy. We're business partners. Yeah, that's true. I don't own you. Well, actually you got like whatever the percentage is. <laughs> Here we go. You're at least Here at 51%. <laughs> that's all Dan, my business partner. <laughs> Uh, so the we need to get Dan on the show. We should, dude. dude he'd be great. That'd be funny as hell. Oh man, I'd love Dan on the show. Oh, I gotta get Dan on the show. Wow, that'd be great. We could talk. We have a whole show on accounting. Oh lord. <laughs> oh Dan, one of the the other owners, Alan's partner, is um. He's so he's like he's a CPA, big on numbers, CPA. Yep. And I needed like I needed help understanding P and L sheets and stuff and accounting. So like I was like Dan. Schedule me some time. So I scheduled like two hours. You know what, though? It may have been three hours. And I went down there and had like accounting boot camp with Dan. And it was awesome. We had like the best time. And like I really enjoyed it. And uh, he's he's great. He's awesome. You know what, though? That's not a bad idea because like he gets the creative industry yeah. and how to make money in I the creative would, industry. Yeah, yeah. I think he would be great on yeah, the show. Be interesting. I think listeners would really learn a lot on yeah. like yeah, yeah. how to be smart. Like, like how to how, build. How to price yourself. How to monetize yeah. your services. Yeah. That's, Genius. It's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Man, if I could only get him like three bourbons deep, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he drinks, does he? No, he drinks. I've never yeah. seen him drink. Oh yeah, he drinks yeah, yeah. wine. He's a wine guy. He's a wine guy. He has like a wine vault in his house, doesn't he's, he? He does. It's true. He has some sort of a wine contraption that's like it stores the wine, right? Well, it's like in the. He's got like that, like a yeah, but it's bar, not just like yeah. a pantry. Well, it's no, like a, no, it's like yeah. a cellar. It's like a chambered wine just storage chambered situation. Wine. <laughs> he has chambered wine. That's the difference between oh, being single and then yeah. being married with four kids. Exactly. So yeah, that's my life. 
All right. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I really appreciate you guys coming up for this. This Thanks was for a us. lot of fun. Um, I wish you guys the best with your endeavors, clearly, because it's going to benefit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, uh, all things aside, I think um, it's really cool what you guys are doing with, with the whole Leap group. I think Logic and Magic is pretty rad. How do people listening get a hold of the Logic and Magic um, magazine? They can subscribe online at leapagency.com. Okay. Yep. Leapagency.com. I think it's free. There's no cost for it, so we will send it to you. Excellent. And I think Frank was trying to send me a message, but it's so dark I cannot see the message. So I'm going to go ahead and reference my Frank notes because Frank probably wanted me to make an announcement, which it looks like I have to, quote, must announce. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let me uh, let me make these must announce announcements. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, for one, this episode is brought to you by Isotope, creators of innovative audio products that inspire and enable creativity. And they are giving away the RX6 download, which has a value of three hundred and forty to four hundred dollars. This is a plug-in where Sweet. let's say if we're filming for a client, yeah. And the audio is a little funky. Okay. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Or something like that in the background, or there's yep. like an air conditioner. Right? Yeah, yeah. This plugin will totally remove that. Sweet. Pretty cool, right? Nice. It dude. does all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm probably making product claims that do you use it? Are pretty, yeah, these guys do it. Okay. Sound images. <laughs> so here, we're going to do a double, we're going to do a double endorsement here. <laughs> okay. Okay. So sound images right. uses, Isotope plugins. Gotcha. LeapFrame uses sound images. There you go. Therefore, LeapFrame uses Isotope <laughs> plugins. That's that's how this works. Um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, t- uh, I think there's a couple days left. Give me a thumbs up in there if that's true. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. There's a. You're, all I see is a. Sh- I see two shadows <laughs> in there. Frank and Bart. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Double thumbs up. <laughs> so we got about one or two days left um, to enter to win. Go to the uh, social medias. Um, you want to connect with at FDB podcast, use the hashtag FDB giveaway, and you want to include at Isotope INC. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E-I-N-C. If you use those things and you know say a tweet like, hey, love the show, or this plugin's great, whatever, um, you will be entered to win. Sweet. And in a couple of days here, we'll get that thing rocking. I like it. Uh, July 12th is the deadline. A random winner will be chosen. Man, that... Frank, thanks for the notes. This is keeping us on task. Um, trying to think if there's anything else I missed here. P- possible questions for the guests. We've already covered that. Uh, let's see here. I think don't, that's it. Don't, don't buy oh, the Calavir oh, yeah. bourbon. Don't bother with the Calavir bourbon. Uh, so a couple things. We are trying to get to 100 uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes. Okay. Okay. You guys can help me out with this. Okay. Sure. We could probably do this within the agency alone. Okay. We only have twelve more to go. We're trying to oh. get we're trying to get a hundred ratings and reviews before our hundredth episode. Okay. We Done. need twelve more. That's Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Twelve more. So if you're listening and you want to help us get there, please Come go on, to, guys. Go to iTunes, give us a rating, hopefully a five star, give us a review, let us know what you think. Uh, we would really, really, really appreciate it. Um, and we are planning something special for our 100th episode in Cincinnati. We'll let you know as That's that awesome. comes together. Uh, but if you guys could, I, I think we only need 10 now. We've got at least two right in front of me. I'll do it. Unless you've already been on there. But no, I haven't. Two. I haven't, no. So we need we need more. So we got to make it's that happen. More. Staff email tomorrow yeah. morning. Um, so I think that's good. So uh, that's it's been a great show. I really appreciate you guys us, hanging out. Yeah, it's been you. fun. Um, I'd like to have you back sometime. Let's do it. Maybe later on in sure. the uh, in the year. I'd love it. We'll see how the marketing endeavors are going. Yeah, and we'll see where it goes. So, uh, but for now, as always, follow us on the social medias at FDB Podcast. Give us a sweet rating and review, and uh, stay beautiful out there, people. It's a it's a it's a harsh world. But there's good people out there like Leap Agency who are willing to uh, work with you. And there's other agencies that are looking for the same. So uh, keep it up. Keep doing your thing. And uh, as always, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>